Warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for the Channel 4 show Celebrity Hunted, in particular, Series 5, Episode 2. It'll contain some strong language, some sweet eating during the programme, and probably a dog. <laughs> the UK's biggest game of hide-and-seek is back, as 10 celebrities go on the run for stand-up to cancer. But can they stay out of the spotlight? Can they evade capture, outwit and outrun a team of expert hunters, scrutinising their every move? Ah, bollocks. Bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Wait out, possible, possible. We need to get out of here. I'm getting really paranoid right now. Let's go and see your traffic when it's over. You've been hunting down, really. Stand where you are, stay where you are. Where are they? With the CCTV, which jetty were they heading towards? Because there's two. Yeah, so it's the right hand jetty. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, Jordan, this is all on you now. Grand Hunter units are not going to make it in time. You know, I can hear some in the trees. Oh, Jordan, get them legs in motion, mate. He's there! I go! Must be getting close, Jordan. I can hear it. Yeah, I got I Come on, Jordan. Hello. My name's Craig. And I'm Nat. Last year we discovered Hunted and are now obsessed. But like with every obsessive TV show we watch, we're left with unanswered questions. Like, what's the optimum number of sheets of loo roll for your floof? Is it really a wise idea to hide at a fellow fugitive's house, even if it's been decked out in the Shakespeare at Primark range? By the way, they're really missing a trick there. Is Nick Speakman going to start a Ryland tribute act? And in the end, who will come out on top? Will it be Team Fugitive or Team Hunter? You must have so many splinters in your ass. Get off the fence and pick them. Sorry, Chief. Welcome to the Hunter Podcast. Try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheming. Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me. Hello and welcome back to the Hunted podcast where it was nine celebrities against Team Hunter, then it became ten celebs, and now after episode two, it's back to nine again. No, it's not Nikesh caught on the train, (laughs) it's his missus, Nicola, who got caught outside of a hotel room in very Merv style. Yeah. What an episode of uh, Celebrity Hunter. If you've not yet caught up on it, unlucky, you've just had a massive spoiler. But we did warn you at the very start of the episode, so uh, you've only got yourself to blame. Settle in for more spoilers along the way (laughs) as we give our reaction to uh, Series 5, episode number 2 of Celebrity Hunted over the next hour or so here on the Hunted Podcast. By the way, if you want to join in the conversation and get your thoughts aired, here is how you do it. On Twitter, at HuntedPod. On Instagram, at HuntedPod. Or email, HuntedPod at Outlook.com. And we're also on Facebook too. And guess what that is? HuntedPod. It is indeed. Although it's still small on there, so we really need you to get and follow the page. We do add content every now and again. Shall we dive straight in with uh, our review then of uh, episode two of series five of Celebrity Hunted? What, you mean a 60-second review? 
Yeah, go on then. All right. Yeah, I, I quite like that informa- information content. Okay. And to be honest, I don't want to want to sing the jingle again last week because we're starting to gain more listeners. <laughs> I don't want to put them off. So uh, could I have a 60-second review, please? Okay. 48 hours on the run. Negative sighting of Nikesh on a train. Quick catch-up. Bobby and Saffron, where are you? The Speakmans were playing dress-up. Katia and Amy were in Surrey somewhere. Ed and James also played dress-up with a vicar and visited the Speakman's house. Not as dodgy as it sounds. <laughs> Nicola and Nikesh reunite with their special signal. The hunters spot Ed and James on the Speakman's CCTV. The Red Mini is in use again, but they manage to avoid AMPR and make it to a pub. Nicola and Nikesh get to Birmingham and need to get to London for work. Error. Hunters trace Nicola's phone. Double error. And we have a capture. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Nikesh escapes with the help of Jim and Scott. Ed does his radio show from the pub, not Manchester. Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Ricky gives Nikesh a lift in a car owned by Mohammed. They go to Mohammed's house. Hunters get the details and pull up outside the address. Nikesh looks as if he's heard something. Credits roll. Credits roll. Nice little intonation. Thank you. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Well, I think what we need to do is we need to start by having a little catch up uh, with all of our fugitives, our fugitive teams, where we are at the start of episode two as the chief gathers everybody. And to be honest, we might as well just call this episode the Ed and James slash Nikesh and Nicola special because nobody else is featured. So shall we start with, um, let's start with Katia and Amy, shall we? Because we mentioned it in the intro. I do have a question. In fact, I have all the questions. How many pieces of blue roll does it take to wipe your floof? My opinion... Anything less than four and you're being silly. Thank you very much. It's all right. That's the entirety that we saw of Cathy or Amy. I think she allows two sheets. Yeah. I mean, I know there's an advert which says two sheets does plenty, but I think that's more about... Um, what's it? Cleaning. Cleaning. And um, kitchen... Kitchen towel. Sh- yeah. towel. You were going to say kitcheny shit, then, I weren't you? I was going to say kitcheny shit. <laughs> it's a fair review. It's a fair review. Um, <laughs> so they were hauled up somewhere in a hotel in Surrey. Surrey, Surrey somewhere. Surrey somewhere. So they just having a nice little jolly time yeah. in a hotel. Yeah. Spending too much money or not enough money. I couldn't quite work it out because yeah. it, was, it was over quicker than you could blink. Yeah, I think I think we got one, one little saying from them, and that was uh, baggy vagina. Sorry, what? <laughs> Baggy vagina. <laughs> Baggy vagina. They want to team up with uh, with either Speakman on the vagina talk. They do, yeah. A lot of vagina talk. There's a lot of vagina talk this year. There is. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of vagina and bush talk. <laughs> we certainly haven't. Not that sort of bush. As they <laughs> make clear. Uh, let's move on to uh, Bobby and Saffron, um, who, again, were blinking you miss it moment. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down Pride. Yeah. But I didn't get where. Bristol Pride, oh, I think I got. Oh, okay. Um, and they uh, were quoted as saying, living our best life. Wow. And also, Bobby had paint on his head. I mean, almost like he wanted to, to be found or wanted questions to be mm-hmm. asked. Um, and that is, of course, the word fugitive. He had paint on his head in sort of green style Living his paint. best life. Living his best life. Now, whilst... We didn't particularly see too much of Bobby and Saffron yeah. at Pride. I do feel like that has been edited in on purpose. 
something's going to happen. I feel like at some point there's going to be some sort of social media images where the hunters are scouring through social media uh, doing like a little hashtag search for for, for Bobby Siegel and of course being Saffron as well, a social media yeah. star and influencer. And they're going to go them and they're, they're, they're going to go like, fuck's sake, they were at, they were at uh, Bristol Pride like four days ago. And I think that may be a little nitpick. I always think we have to think that it is a TV production, yeah, and that nothing, and it is essentially a storyboard, um, and that's how the episode is put out. So I, I do feel like that has not just been put there as a little um, funny moment, like yeah. um, Katya and Amy's mm-hmm. vagina talk. I think that's been put there to plant the seed of that's going to come back later. Possibly yes. Other than that, that's them done. Yeah, <laughs> that's them done for I this mean, week. To be fair. They've had quite a, a journey so far. They crashed an ambulance into a post. Yeah. And have a little jolly at Pride. Yeah. What are they going to do next? I don't know. I think we'll find out in the next episode. Yeah, I think, I think there might be more of them. Because we've seen a lot of Ed and James. We've seen a lot of Nicola and Nick Ash. Yeah. We're bound to see them more. We know there's more Ed and James to come. Yeah. I have a sneaking feeling, and we'll probably touch more upon this at the end, that next week's episode will be the end of their journey potentially yeah i think um, yeah yeah i was and then I, I think the speakmans will be a little bit later on but i think we'll start to see a little bit more um, bobby and saffron and Katya and amy yes. content later on um let's talk speakmans for a while because they did have a, a a big role to play in this week's episode albeit not necessarily them yeah um but let's talk about them anyway okay um and we're going to have to have a little visit here when we go on holiday because um, we booked randomly to go to Wales this year. We have. Not going to tell you when because then people know that a house will be empty. <laughs> um, rookie mistake. <laughs> um, but they're in Colwyn Bay in Wales. Uh, and a couple of quotes I picked out this week. I was sort of scribbling them down. A little reminder, by the way, that all four plus is an absolute dick and yep. decided pretty much this time last week to remove all episodes of celebrity hunted so mm. our plan of watching them on the friday or the saturday and recording the bulk of this on a sunday and then tweeting along with the show went up in smoke yeah so last night was a rush yeah and we'd had both had really long days at work yeah and some of my handwriting i cannot read oh mine mine gets shocking towards the end yeah i mean you know me i'm usually asleep by 10 past nine so if there's a show on That's at nine true. o'clock I had to go in the shower to wake myself up last night. This is my dedication to the cause. <laughs> Change the routine. Anyway, um, love about my personal life. A um, couple of quotes from Nick and Eva. Oh, my God, you look like Kevin and Perry. Now, you're significantly-ish younger than me by, yep. what, six years? Five years. Um, and <laughs> Forget that every oh, time. I know I do. Don't ask me <laughs> how old you are when you were born or when your birthday is. Um, I know all of those answers, by the way. Not going to say because that's information that people can nick. Mm. People don't need to know that. Down there for dancing. Anyway, Kevin and Perry, have you got any idea? I'm going to take it. There's a film, isn't there? Kevin and Perry Go Large is the film, yeah. Uh, I believe it was a series. You know who Harry Enfield is? Yes. You know who Kathy Burke is? Yes. It's Harry Enfield and Kathy Burke. They play two teenagers. I can't remember for the life of me which one is which, but um, they're both like... Is it a 90s thing? Sort of like 90s, no, early oh, noughties sort little. of thing. I was too busy watching Teletubbies. <laughs> and they're very like stroppy teenagers, like rebelling. But um, mm. one of them always goes round to the other's house and he's very like polite around the parents. But then he's uh. like, like 
you, you got to watch it to understand okay. it. But I knew you wouldn't understand the reference, which is how no. I need to explain it for you. Thank you. Um, one of my favourites, and to be fair, Rylan on Twitter did in, engage with did the Hunted account. Um, not ours, but the actual yeah. Hunted account. Um, it's either Nick or Rylan. That's why we said, is, is, is Nick going to do a Rylan tribute oh. act? Because the teeth, yes. they've got themselves disguises. They've got themselves some props. Yes. Because I think Eva has a um, doll in a baby carrier thingy. Yeah, and Nick's got himself some sort of like beer belly thing to yeah, look a little bit up. fatter. Yeah. Because again, on CCTV, it is grainy sometimes, you know, with a big crowd of people. Mm. A little bit, oh, it looks a little bit like Nick Speakman, but is it? No, it's a bit bigger, but teeth, got different hair, yeah. sunglasses. So he's got like this, this, these disguised teeth and everything. So they, they're obviously trying to go that disguise route early doors. Um. And then Raymondo comes up with a, a cracking Raymondo. quote, which is, uh, again, in an, in for the Quote of the Week award. Refers to them as slippery as an eel in bloody baby oil. <laughs> <laughs> Another belter. Yes, Raymondo. N- not quite as good as um, Hansel and Gretchen grew up and... No. But still a good qu- Yeah, he's quote. still... I think he's stolen the writers this year. He has, yeah. Lisa's not got as many... Is not that... had as many belters. You had him last year. Matt yeah, him. and I think Hattie might have slipped him a fiver. Yeah. At some point. Not well. to make it look obvious, though. No, some sort of subconscious ones. And say who else is sort of dropping the odd one in as well? Mm-hmm. Cashmore. Yes. He's starting to, to, to drop a few in. Yeah. Really enjoying those little sly lines from the Ground Hunter team. Uh, and that's pretty much it. That's that's where we leave them, isn't it? We, they're in, the last we know, they're in Colwyn Bay and Wales. They're walking around with some blow up bodysuits. Mm and that's it. Yeah. Where shall we go first then? Shall we go Nikesh and Nicola? Yeah. Or shall we stick on the Speakman's theme and go with um, Ed and James? I say let's stick on stick on the Speakman theme and go to Ed and James. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Where do we start with uh, Ed and James? Because we knew when they went into this process that, for want of a better phrase, they were going to dick about. Yeah. And dick about they did. Yes. Yes, dick about they did. Um, early on, we get a good Ed quote. I've just dropped two uh, Percy pigs on the floor. <gasps> Percy. I know, sorry. And Harry the dog, he's looking at those things. I'm <laughs> going to eat them. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> Harry dog, not... oh, you ain't eating them. <laughs> sorry, could you carry on? <laughs> early on, we get an Ed quote, which I believe is up for quote of the week. It is. Thanks for doing that. I've got Percy pigs Sorry, sorry. Um, which is, I think he describes the hunters as basically people who couldn't get on the bill. I have no fear for when it comes to the hunters. They're basically people who couldn't get onto the bill, which I find hilarious because, of course, a lot of them are ex-police, police drama. Or current serving police. Or current serving police. Isn't like Lisa like assistant chief constable, which is like ridiculously high? Yeah. <laughs> Very easy to swing that time off than to film hunted. Quality. Uh, it's all around your leave. I enjoyed that little dig. Uh, yep. Lisa had a little dig back at them as well. Did she? Um, when not necessarily about the bill thing, but um, when they are about to go on the radio because they they figure out the hunters in the office figure out that Ed is part of a radio show. Yeah. And that whether or not he will. Show his show his hand. We've spoken about having commitments um, for celebrities haunted before, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember for the life of me the life of the uh, the contestant. I apologise to her. She went and performed at a festival. Lisa, I think her name was. Yes. It's in your book. It is. Can't bother to turn the page. No. Though, can you? There you go. Uh, yeah, she went and performed at, um, at a festival. She did, yeah. And the hunters managed to get in, but she managed to slip away. And we always think it's one of those things, especially as a celeb, it's not... You know, when you're a fugitive in the normal series, you're basically taking time off from work or yeah. taking that time out of your life, and that's the sole thing you focus mm-hmm. on. But it's difficult as a celeb when you've yes. got certain commitments to do. And to be honest, it's, it's your living as well. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't turn up for something as a celeb, you're going to miss out on a, a big payment, yeah, and somebody are. else may steal the gig. That's mm-hmm. how freelance life works. It's not nice. Um, so they know he's going to go on and do his radio show, and they know because of his personality... That's a medium of communication he would not be able to resist in terms of having a dig at the hunters and um, basically letting people know that he's on the run to ask for help when they're out and about. And of course, it's how we first heard about hunters. It was that radio show is the catalyst to when for us doing this show. It is, yes. So we finally come full circle. We have. We've come full circle. Um... But before the radio show, Ed and James take a little visit to the Speakman's house. Um, with the help of Reverend Ian Bullock. Yes, let's talk about the, the great Reverend Bullock. <laughs> where, and you could say, <laughs> you could say that Ed and James potentially dropped a Bullock by wearing those outfits. Yeah. Now, imagine going into your local church. Now, they've got a point here. I think they've said something along the lines of... Well, churches have to help. It's it's literally their duty to, to help yeah. out. And of course they do go in. And uh, when they're speaking to the, the, the Reverend Bullock, they ask him and his, his mate, his whatever it is. I want to say altar boy, but it's not altar boy. And I know that's religiously incorrect. So apologies. I've got no idea. Um, his Ooh. mate, Reverend, Reverend Ian's pal, mm-hmm. um, suggests the dressing up box from the local youth theatre. Now, I have no idea what production they were putting on. but Animal Farm. It must have been, because those outfits were ridiculous. But right up Ed and James's street, if anybody was going to say yes to escaping in those outfits, then that's exactly what They're the what kind of things that I think they'd ha- just have in their wardrobe anyway. <laughs> I can see, yeah. Who was it that wore the more outlandish one? I think it was Ed that wore, like, was it like a giraffe type yeah. suit? Graffy yeah. cheatery. Yeah, which is quite funny. Um, mm. Yeah, I, th- I can see them wearing that because I think about them on Taskmaster and they'd have exa- they'd have worn something like that as part of a task. Yes, they on would. said show. Yeah. So that's quite funny. And then, of course, the Reverend Ian doesn't just stop at giving them costumes. He gives them a lift. Yeah, and it's him who starts to unravel um, the, the whole Speakman connection. So... Interesting point, little tangent for a second, um, about jailbreak. Now, should have made this clear at the top of the show, we, were, we spoke last week about our disappointment with yeah. the way the jailbreak thing was done. Yeah. We've since learned from a fugitive. Yeah. Um, thanks very much for getting in touch and uh, giving us that inside information that there was only one door that was unlocked mm-hmm. and they had to find it. Yeah. Which, you know, is, is good. I personally think that the voiceover at the start could have explained that yeah. a little bit more. Um, but also we learned that whilst 
they're in prison. Um, that Ed and James befriend the Speakmans and yeah. have to plan to go and visit the Speakmans' address. For me, I don't know whether this borderlines on genius or is completely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm more on the fence than. I think it's a mixture. Do you think it's a mixture? Mm. Because if if the hunters hadn't got to the Speakmans yet and hadn't started looking through their phones yet, yeah. then it would have been fine because they wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have known about Liv's car. They wouldn't have known to check the CCTV apps for the house. It would have been a safe space. It all sort of hinges on whether or not the hunters are on to the speakment. It's only yeah. a safe location if they've not discovered yeah. it yet. So if they hadn't discovered it and hadn't already have been watching the speakments, it would have been a safe space. I suppose you could argue then, in some respects, that Nick and Eva, by them going home early, early doors, mm-hmm. maybe write that off. Maybe that was the game plan. Maybe. The I one... mean, there's no money up for grabs in this in this one. It is personal no, pride. But... but that you know, if if that but was you the civil... win. If that was the civilian version, yeah, and it was say me and you against our friends Caminelli, yeah, even though they're our friends and we'd made yep. friends with them, um, and we'd sort of arrange for them to maybe like use our house as, yep. a, as a base, I would try and get there before they could, so they'd have more chance of getting caught, so I'd get more of the hundred k. Sneaky, horrible. Fre- friends or not, yeah. if there's a hundred k up for grabs, yeah. I'm doing what it takes to get more of that for myself. Come and talk about it. Ellie would be fine once we've brought the little one um, a Gavin. Yeah. A.K.A. a giraffe. Yeah. I'm sure they enjoyed that mention. Um, so, yes, the Speakmans sort of set them up for a fall. And, of course, Doug is monitoring the Speakmans CCTV because, of course, he's got their phones. Yes, and they've got, yes. like everybody or, you know, 90% of people have now, have got the live CCTV app on their phones. It's like when we watch Saturday Night Takeaway um, and they've got the whole ding-dong, that's my doorbell. Yeah, a lot of people have ring doorbells. You know, that's technology we up, up in the crowd, yeah. cloud. It's easy access. And, of course, the Reverend Bullock drops a bullock by ringing the, the, door, the doorbell, which, act, which alerts the hunters to the fact that yeah. someone's ringing it. And they watch the footage because it's a stranger and... and I think he even says, I've got Ed and James for you. Yeah. And straight away, their interest is peaked. And there they are, caught almost red-handed on the CCTV. And the ground hunters are activated. But the drama does not stop there. No. Um, they send some ground hunters. They do. They send JP and I've got a question mark. I and I didn't know who was with it. I'm so sorry. I know. I, I apologise to Mr. Hunterman. I think it's Mel. I think it's JP and Mel. Okay, I well, I, well, I apologise. Um, but the Hunters are 35 minutes out when Liv's Red Mini comes into play again. Yes, but before Le- uh, Liv's Red Money Mini comes into play again, Ed and James do the complacent thing. And this is where we see a real shift in dynamic of the two. Because Ed's like... They won't have thought. They won't have thought of that. They're not going to be bugging the house. And James is very much like, no, actually, I think they might be. Yeah. And he even questions uh, Liv and, ironically, Hunter, which I think is brilliant, by the way. <laughs> um, and they question them about have the hunters been like, yeah, yeah, they took the phones. 
and they quickly switch on and I think it's more James who goes, oh yeah, shit, they'll have the CCTV out. Yeah. We need to move. But there's a, there's a, there's a tiny minute of, oh, well, they've already been, so they're probably not going to be watching here at all because they've already been. And then a switch of, oh, no, wait. Yeah, it's almost like that light bulb moment. Sometimes that, I think they play a little bit too much up to the cameras. Yeah. To try and be funny. And then I think that thing of, oh, no, it is a game. Reality hit. Yeah. They're not just on a little holiday and teasing people. Yeah. They're actually on the run. It's, yeah, it, it's quite it's quite tense. And then, of course, Liv's mini comes into play. Yep. You'd have thought, you know, I quite like Liv. She's followed us on uh, on Twitter and yep. Instagram and stuff. And I like the stuff that she does. Um, works in a similar area to me. And it's, it's quite funny that she uses her mini again. And surely you'd think... And maybe need to get another it, car. It's not until they're actually in the car. Yeah. That, that she does realise. Yeah, that she's give like, her credit. oh, they, they've, they've already caught me in this car. And Ed and James are like, ah, let's Bit, stop. Yeah, because I think they were going to go direct to Manchester. I think they were, yeah. But luckily, they stuck to country roads where they couldn't be caught by cameras. So the hunters didn't know where they were going. Yeah, and they managed to have the foresight to uh, stay stay at a, a pub. I couldn't, I can't remember the name of the pub. No. Nope. Um, or did I write? No. Oh, um, so pub. It was a pub in West Yorkshire. I just got to stay at a pub. Yeah. Um, I didn't write the name down. I don't know whether we saw it or not. Um, and uh, it's th- at that point you think, well, someone could, um, you know. It could be a potential situation for someone grassing them up. Yeah. But they don't, as far, no. as, as, far as we know. Or nothing was aired anyway. They have a lovely stay overnight. No doubt have a few beers. They do. And then decide to do the radio show the next day. And initially, they were actually going to go to Manchester. Yeah. And then, again, that thing of, am I going to be a show-off? Or, actually, am I going to play the game? Yeah. In? And on for their sake they very much decide to stay where they are and they broadcast Ed's radio show via Zoom or whatever or or whatever software they use in a room that's no bigger than this. A little room. Yeah, a little room. I think they say. And this is where Lisa's quote comes in because she realises that she, you know, I think she said, I don't want to be having a conversation with with that tool live on air, which I appreciated. <laughs> um, and then, of course, they did go on the radio. Yep. And she did eventually have a conversation with uh, with with Ed and James mm-hmm. um, and the presenter, Matthew Crosby, and things like that. And I have some James quotes from this part. Oh, um, they're about the hunters. Um, he says that their lives are falling apart and that they're all going through divorce proceedings. <laughs> so yeah but and and i feel sorry for him at this point because a certain someone gets sent to the officers to try and capture ed and james but now it's quite funny because i put on our instagram story if you're not following us by the way at hunted pod could this be the day where we swap the hashtag sorry Jordan for well done Jordan <laughs> and for a split second when they're talking about going to Manchester and Jordan gets out of the car outside he's looking around looking at the entrance I'm thinking 
this could be the one. This, <laughs> I might have to like do a video here and be like, well done, and like send him a message and all of that. And then Ed and James out doing. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Yeah. And of course, they broadcast from from that pub and all of that sort of stuff. And uh, eventually, um, find their escape. Yep. With Tim. Yes, in a camper van, of all things. And that's it. And that's it. That's the last time. That's the last time we see them. We see them. So I'm sure we'll pick them up again next time around. No doubt. Um, at the Taskmaster house, I think Ooh. they're probably going to be there next, next, next place. And we know from the, the footage that we've seen that it comes. There's a bit of a, a standoff in there. Looking the, forward to seeing that. There's a bit of a that. standoff and a run. Looking forward to seeing the crossover in the show as well. I wonder if little Alex Horn will uh, be on Aww. hand to help them out. We'll see. We'll see. Ash and Nicola. Yes. So at the beginning of the episode, Lisa says that they are a priority. So we left episode one with Nikesh on a train. Credits roll. Credits roll. No, eyes on, eyes on, credits roll. So we have Hunter. I'm really sorry, I don't know your name. Um, on the train. I think it's Faye. Might be wrong. Potentially Faye. And is it George yes, on the platform? George. George on the platform. We think your name is Faye. We're sorry if it's not on the train. Um... She's going through the train. She thinks she's got eyes on. Turns out it's not Nikesh. Nikesh isn't even on the train. He gets in a cab and goes to, I think it's Victoria Station. Yeah. Um, and he does trains, buses, taxis to the Lake District. Yes. And it's, um, it's he managed to slip the net. Um, and uh, after 48 hours of the process, officially becomes the 10th celebrity uh, fugitive, Not for long. Um, and uh, as he's travelling, and as they realise that he's off to meet uh, Nicola, mm. Hattie comes out with a scathing, uh, scathing funny. Yeah, it's all a bit Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lisa pipes back almost uh, straight away with uh, one of my favourite lines, but it also made me want to go and give her a hug, which is. It's not really a significant thing, someone telling you they love you. And do you know what? She's right. I mean, I think you're all right. Thank you. I'll tolerate you. <laughs> it's quite That'll funny. That'll do. He, tra he travels over 300 miles via train, bus and taxi and eventually makes it to Grasmere. He does, yes. And we get a moment of Nicola waiting for him. And then we get a little signal. Hi, they hi. Ha they have like a special signal to each other that they do. Um, Is it the same type of signal that uh, Roy Kent gives Jamie in Ted Lasso? <laughs> You'll know it when you see it. <laughs> I don't think so, no. That's a special kind of signal, Roy's signal. It's only a signal that Roy Kent can give. It certainly but, is. But, yeah, they have a signal um, and they get together and I believe it might be Nicola says, we can do this as a team now. Yes. Uh, she also comes up with a very ironic line as she's waiting for Nikesh, mm. which I'm going to actually use as the, uh, the title for this episode. And okay. that's Sitting Ducks. Ooh. Because this, she's sat next to some ducks who, ironically, are sat there, um, are their um, 
sitting. Um, and it's quite ironic that, you know, later on in the episode, which leads to her capture, they are essentially sitting ducks. Yeah, they are. Um, anyway, they've met up. They've, yep. They've kissed. Yep. They've cuddled. They've cried. They've shared a very mini bottle of uh, champagne each. They've had the secret signal. They've relived the first time that he said, I love you. Yeah. It's all a bit Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Thanks, Hattie. Thanks, Hattie. Um, and then they're off. They are. They somehow get to Birmingham. We, we don't find out how. They're just in a hotel in Birmingham. Um, and it's revealed that Nicola needs to get to London for some presenting work and here we are again it's that thing of uh, uh i think i think it's on it was on talk to a channel called talk tv mm-hmm. so she must be a panelist on one of the talk shows uh, on there can't say i've ever watched it um, but it's a hundred and mi- 120 mile trip um from Ooh. where they are in birmingham the clayton hotel if everyone wants to go and visit nice little bit of uh, name dropping for mm-hmm. uh, for them on the show They'll be celebrating like the uh, Shrewsbury Prison Marketing Team work. They will be if the hotel wants to get in touch with us. We won't mind. Yeah, we'll do a last little podcast from there and yeah. give you a shout out. Anyway, as you were. As you were. This is the critical error part, isn't it? Yes. Nicola uses her phone, the same burner phone she has previously used, to call work. Now, hands up if you thought that by changing the SIM card in a burner phone, it became a different burner phone. Oh, no, nobody. No one. There we, there no, we no. go. Yeah. Sorry, Nicola. Um, so the hunters still managed to intercept the call. And I've got both names this time. Mel and JP are 33 minutes out. Well from, done. From the hotel, thanks. Now, I have a question. In fact, I have all the questions. Yes. You know, when it came to the capture... Yeah. Where did Mel disappear to? I don't actually know because they drive in, Mel gets out and disappears somewhere and they drive past Nikesh um, and she then gets a call to say the car's outside and makes the fatal error of not listening to Nikesh shouting her because he's seen the hunters and she stands right by the hunter's car. It's it's l- literally so close. It's isn't like it? she hands herself to them. It's like she stood right next to the car. Yeah. And he just JP just looks over through his shades. Eyes on. And it's like <laughs> out the car. Let's get out. And it's, and it's fugitive foot, on the run. Got you. Little foot chase, and he must get her maybe like. 20, 30 yards down the road, yeah. and, that, and that's it. But in the meantime, because... Do you say Mel? Yeah. Because he's disappeared somewhere, yeah. probably checking out, like, how much the hotel is, maybe, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. paying the parking. I know you have a thing about Hunter's Park. Well, yeah. We've had good parking so far this year. Yeah. Um, so he's disappeared, and because he's disappeared... And because JP is dealing with the capture of Nicola, Nikesh manages again, like the... Um, I'm going to coin the phrase that, that Ray used for Nick and Eva. Like the, uh, see, that, like the eel in bloody baby oil. Yeah. Slips the net, <laughs> manages, by a stroke of luck, to get in the back of some bloke's van. Yes. And agonisingly... Get away. Now, if this was Jordan that had let them slip the net and literally drove straight past, 
I'd be having a right go. So yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I like. Come on, then. I like JP. He's he's he's, he's a good yeah. hunter. Um, as he's joined us, as they all are. But he just let him drive straight past. <laughs> I don't. I don't get how he can like see Nicola like this close yeah. and then Nick like Nikesh is literally as close in another yeah, like, vehicle. He, lit- he literally drives past him put- whilst he stood outside. And he does the most suspicious thing ever by putting like a bag up to the window. Yeah. That, if that doesn't raise suspicion, what will? Holding a sign up saying, I am a fugitive, come and, come and catch me. Or shouting and out I'm, the window, Kiwi! And I'm pretty sure the two guys that he's with, uh, Jim and Scott. By the way, I'll talk about Jim and Scott in a minute. Jim and Scott, I'm pretty sure they are both looking in JP's direction. Yeah, and it's fairly obvious that they're there because they're, they're all like, in the They're all in, there's three blokes in the, in the van and they're all like, oh, go up in it. Are they them? Yeah. Oh, they're just there. Oh, they're just there. Yeah, literally pointed. Um, but somehow. <laughs> They manage to get away and take him to um, to their place of work. Prop, prop studio. Yeah, prop storage. Something like that. Yeah. I bet uh, Ed and James wish that they'd have gone there. I they, know. Nikesh did not get a uh, a fluffy, two fluffy outfits. He got a full on kit. He did. I find it quite funny. Um, Obviously, this is 90 minutes after the capture of Nicola mm-hmm. that um, they managed to get away. Um, that whilst they're sort of stood in the office of this thing, um, one of them says, I didn't know you were at first. Yeah. But, you know. But isn't that sort of so honest, though, about actually in real life? How many celebrities that you've seen on TV and films mm-hmm. or whatever would you actually recognise close up in the, fr- in the flesh in that situation? Not many. Until you sort of got chatting and it started to dawn and go, is that? They'd is be, that? Yeah, there'd be quite a few that... Is it? ...that I wouldn't recognise. And you know what? You've probably walked past so many and oh. not realised it. In London especially. Yeah. You'll have walked past loads and not realised it because either you've not concentrated or you've been in your own little world or you've not looked close enough. Yeah. So... It makes sense that people don't know who they are. So maybe, you know, it is easier to hide in a famous search world yeah. than what we think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Jim and Scott, can we have a little spin-off series about these two, by the way? These are great characters. <laughs> um, I think it's Jim Make or Jim Mate Yeah. and Scott Howe. I mean, as surnames go for, like, a spin-off dodgy cop Mate show. And Mate and Howe. Mate and Howe be great wouldn't it yeah um, mate and how the prop guys <laughs> brilliant um, obviously Nikesh his story doesn't um, end there and I had to scribble a new pile of notes for this because I'd run Ooh. out of room it was that much packed of um, Nikesh and, and Nicola in this episode um, he does manage to, to get away again but just like the end of episode one the hunters are on his tail they are so we get introduced to Ricky Ricky, who drives, who gets him in a vehicle that's owned by Mohammed. They go to, yep, they go to Mohammed's house. Another error. Um, and they go there. They're sitting like it's all fine, it's all happy. But the hunters have got CCTV of Nikesh getting in Mohammed's car. They find out that it's owned by Mohammed. They find out where Mohammed lives and they drive to Mohammed's address and see the car parked outside Mohammed's house. 
Yes, and they're being chased by Cashmore, who was 12 miles out when he got the uh, the signal. Um, and, of course, it um, leaves... Uh, this is where Paul gets his own little quote um, in the in the contenders. Yeah. Uh, which, admittedly, I did miss out last night when I was doing them. Mm. Uh, apologies. Uh, but I'm going to include it now because it's Go worth it. Let's go and ruin someone's day, shall we? <laughs> I'm a big fan of that, Paul. I'm a big fan of that. Um, and then, just as it gets towards the end, Raymondo gets excited in the Raymondo way he does. You notice how he sort of like gets out of his, his, his chair, yeah. he stands up, he's very like, he's got like a pen in his hand, he's very yeah. dubbed, like using his hands, he's yeah. very, he goes bigger and bigger and bigger the more excited he gets. And as um, they're closing on the house, he delivers um, another decent line. Um, Nikesh is um, out the game. Um, we can send him back to Nicola. Hope she's got the kettle on. <laughs> I want to know how she, she got the kettle on. Yeah, biscuits. And will Nikesh slip the net will for he? a second week running? If he does, he is incredibly lucky. Yeah, I'd be putting a lottery on if I was yeah. him. Because that is two strokes of, of, of huge luck um, as the week, as the two weeks have gone on. This time, though, I think his luck may... Yeah, potentially. Unless, unless this feels behind that house. Yeah. I think it could well be game over for yeah, Jason Yeah, I think Bourne, it might be. Who I still think, you know, I, I, I think he's a really funny guy. Some of the stuff he puts on social is great. By the way, those two, um, the other week, did a sleep out in Blackpool for a homeless charity. Um, really well done, um to them uh, for doing that do go on their social medias uh, and find the donation link if you can for that um but anyway i think his time on the in, yes. in the game could well be up soon and uh, the hunters will be putting on the kettle to celebrate they will be now expectations for next week before we delve into some of your comments and reveal uh, this week's quote of the week okay. obviously we want to see a little bit more of bobby and saffron yeah. and amy and amy and katia yeah um I think potentially it may be time's up for Ed and James. Yes, I agree. Um, we might see a bit more of the Speakmans, possibly. And obviously we're going to find out if Nakesh gets away or not. Yeah, I don't think he will. Okay. I, I think uh, that he's going to get captured. I think the net is closing on him. And I think... Um, Paul Cashmore will get to uh, go and ruin someone's day. <laughs> we will wait and see next week on Celebrity Hunted. Uh, make sure you send us all your comments about next week's episode or anything Hunted related that you want to have a say on. Um, you can follow us on all social media platforms. At Hunted Pod. On. Twitter. On. Instagram. On. Facebook. And you can. Email us at. Huntedpod at Outlook.com. Shall we delve into some comments from yeah. the Indricanet? Because I know that you were looking at a few last night. You yes. took some screenshots of some and you were seizing. I was just like, I did. it's half past ten. I've got to be up at <laughs> half past six. I want to go to sleep. Um, there was one in particular. Now, I'm seeing a lot of hate this week. And I don't think the hate is justified. I'm seeing a lot of hate for Hattie. Whoa! Yeah, no, not no, justified. No, no, no. And I'm seeing a lot of hate for Lisa. Also, not justified. These are two women, you know, top of whatever they do possibly. Good on them. But there was one, one, one tweet 
that sparked my anger. You were trying to go tweet and quote, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. One tweet that sparked my anger, which is, hashtag celebrity hunted, what a load of shit. You could locate anybody if you've been given their phone at the start of the show. Anybody could look good if you've got all the information. And there's nothing worse than a woman barking orders thinking she's one of the blokes. No, 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 no. She doesn't think she's one of the blokes. She's doing her job. And doing it superbly well. Yes. We're talking about, I presume we're talking about Lisa here. Yes, that, that's what I'm presuming. We're talking about the assistant chief constable yeah. of, of Cleveland Police. Yep. Someone who has probably worked her butt off in a male-dominated... Oh, especially the time that she'd have gone yeah. through into the force. Yeah. A male-dominated workforce. She's done what she can and done everything that she can to work her way up to the top and she gets that which yeah. isn't fair idiotic tweet though. yes idiotic tweet also can i pinpoint a part of that yeah where they're talking about um giving the phones and, and stuff yeah at the start and um is that the one talking about the cctv or is this your next one um no this just says anybody can Anyone can look good if you've got all the information and you can locate anyone if you've got their phone at the start. Okay, well, you can't locate anyone if you've got the phone at the start because the whole idea of um, locating somebody by using the phone is by tracking the phone's data, which is with you in the first place. So that's that out of the window. Yep. Yes, you can look through the contacts and look through the messages that they send, but it won't really get you anywhere because it could be a red herring. And um, they haven't got all the information because the whole point of the fucking game is to gain the information along the way. Next tweet. Um, next tweet. Another one where people aren't happy. Just, I love Celebrity Hunted, but what a load of set-up shit. There's a lot of talk that it's set up, that it's scripted, um, that, you know, everyone knows what they're, they're doing. Now, I can agree and disagree with this tweet in equal measure. Um, it's a lot more scripted and set up, loose term, yeah. um, than it was when it first started. Let's not forget that Series 1 at the very start, there was no prize money and it was a battle against the state. It was yeah. a social experiment. Um, but obviously it's changed now. And it's, it is an entertainment show. Let's not forget that. So, of course, there are certain elements set up. But what you see is real. What the decisions they're choosing to make going on the radio in a pub uh, back room, um, hiding up in hotels, mm -hmm. travelling to do work things, going to other people's houses. Yeah. All of that stuff is their decision to make. Yeah. And it's the hunter's job to, to track them down. Um, yeah, there'll be parts of it which are, you know, not staged. Obviously, the, the start is staged because you have to start the game somewhere. Yeah. Um, but they're also told as we've learned on this show previously, that they have to do a certain amount of things as part of the rules of the game. They have to, to contact home at some point. Mm -hmm. It's just part of part of the game. Otherwise, we could well be... It may take three, four years to track somebody down. This is a television show for entertainment yeah. purposes. And if you don't understand that as the fundamental point of the base of the show, don't fucking watch. No. Um, I got a bit angry. You did. Um, there's also, there's also, I've just found the, the tweet actually that I was looking for. Um, someone says that Celebrity Hunted is bullshit um, and that it takes police months to even get one piece of blurry, often unusable CCTV footage. 
that's that's true to a degree it's in true. terms of like the police getting the yeah. things because they have to figure out where they've been they've got to yeah. track their movements and you know they've got to go and sometimes hard drives have been deleted sometimes they've got to yeah. contact people and there's, there's a lot it's not just one case going on no They're just following no. one pair but as it says at the start yeah it literally says powers of the state are replicated including cctv ampr yeah. and phone yeah. monitoring so they're not using the same cctv that the police are using it is replicated case in point interview with uh harry yes Savage, um last in the last series of the podcast where they're talking about walking in one direction mm -hmm. and they decide to to, uh, move. to, to yeah. move and the producers they have like a little ground producer with yeah. them who's in charge of their, that pair their welfare that sort of thing says no you've got to walk you've got to walk this way um why um they want to move because they've seen the production crew put, yeah. the, put the gopro up and they know that's going to get back yeah. to the hunters but they were planning to walk that yeah. way anyway and that's what they do they put gopros up they hmm. pop little things up and yes um, that's replicated and staged, for want of a better word, but it has to because it has to protect the public. You'll notice that there might be a few people, you know, milling about on those because it is live, it is yeah. as live footage, but it's not CCTV footage because there's so many different laws and legalities and complications which yeah. go with that. It says at the start of the show, replicated. Hated. Get a dictionary, understand what that word there, means. There's a lot of people not understanding that at the minute. A lot of people not getting that it's not actual CCTV. It's replicated. It's not real. Yeah, it's, it's a game. It's entertainment. Okay, some of it, you know, it might be scripted. It might... There might be some scripting, you know, there are rules. We know about that. Harry told us that there are rules, that they have things that they have to do by certain points, you know, otherwise they get in trouble. And the reason they have to do it, especially in the normal version, the civilian version, is because there is a £100,000 yeah. at stake. It is a game with a cash prize, yeah. which brings with it certain legalities yeah. put in place by Ofcom, it's a fair process, yeah. it has to be fair. And that is why, as there is in the celebrity version, there is a series referee. Yep. Someone Never see him on screen. Um, I think it's, his name's Kevin, I think. I think so, yeah. But, yeah, you know, come on, people, just, just take it for entertainment. It's there to make us laugh. Yes, okay, the celebrity version is for Stand Up To Cancer, you know, you get people's personal stories as you go through it. But the actual show is there to make us laugh. Absolutely. It's entertainment purposes only. And if you know you're really that bothered by it, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, I've got a few. Um, hope two parallels here. Um, hope James and Edwin, I think they're great. And then another one says, um, these so-called comedians on Celeb hunted ain't funny and i pity anyone who spent good money to see that to see these muppets okay that's from an athlete no it's not it's <laughs> she didn't say muppets did she she said um tool she said tool she said tool and i think she was referring mainly to ed yeah. um another one says nicola everyone knows you have to throw away sim card and phone when trying to escape for fuck's sake <laughs> Uh, Celebrity Hunter is dodgy. Um, same with the member of public version. That fellow was definitely told to get off the train at the start. 
it's for entertainment value though, I guess. I don't think he was. I think he, he was his his plan was to maybe always try and slip through the net. Yeah. To try and go from one um station um to another. By the way, I've just found a photo of James Ned. It's uh, sheep and a leopard. Oh, okay. Sheep and a leopard. Sheep and a leopard. Um Rolling around laughing, watching James and Ed um, on the run. Um, yeah, lots more on there as well. Um, people sort of saying about um, Nikesh being Jason Bourne. Any more from you? Um, there's lots about people joking that every single episode is going to end with a Nikesh cliffhanger. Maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he's auditioning for a part in EastEnders. Maybe Celebrity Hunter at the end need to edit in the EastEnders theme. That's the one. <laughs> Just a little sing-song for you. But yeah, lots of lots of people saying Nikesh um, is going to have a cliffhanger every week. Um, is he going to get out? You know, there's there's some support for Hattie, I've seen. Um, some people asking why um, why Twitter, when did Twitter get taken over by such miserable fuckers? It's a light entertainment show. Probably the same day it got brought out by Elon Musk. Yeah, Walsh. there are clues there. It's a bit of fun. It's not supposed to be a documentary. Uh, Nick and Eva um, have shared a bit of insight into the show. Um, they was talking about what they did when they went to uh, Wales, to Colwyn Bay. Um, what did we do with the fake baby and inflatable beer belly? Well, in disguise to feed the seals at Welsh Mountain Zoo, of, of course. Thanks for hiding us, Welsh Mountain Zoo. You got a visit a zoo. Did we visit there? Yeah, we did. Did we not refer to it as Shit Sea Zoo? No, that was the Shit Sea Zoo. Uh, okay. That was the not so impressive mountain zoo. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, the yeah, Shit Sea Zoo was elsewhere in Wales. Uh, Nicola, anyone seen my boyfriend? <laughs> Quite like that one. <laughs> oh. Funny. Um, yeah, and lots of other ones as well. Lots talking about the same sort of topic. Mainly Ed and James leading the um, leading leading yeah. the tweets uh, this week. Um, how many cliffhangers does Nikesh Patel want to leave us on? I can't do this anymore. Um, <laughs> is a good one as well. Um, I'm looking, still looking forward to Storm the Nando's. Waiting for that. Yeah. Oh, and this one, let's end on this one. Um, it's actually scarily frightening how much the hunters slash detectives can do that we're just so unaware of. Just when you think you've outsmarted them, then bam. Bam. Very, very true. I mean, I remember when we spoke to, to Steve, Steve Cotton. Um, yeah. Listen back to that. It's a cracker of an episode. Oh, it is. Um, he's talking to us a lot about um, how he first got on the show. And he basically researched the producers and told did. them... Um, he told them facts about themselves. Yeah. Like, he literally used his train journey to his initial chat to research them and tell them facts about themselves. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's funny how... You know, you can get there. We actually watched um, an online thing with uh, Ben, didn't we? We did, yes. In chief, where he basically picked somebody completely at random off a grid and found out everything about yeah. their lives. He found, found out where they live, their numbers, their email address. I think he might have even found bank details yeah. and things like that. Well worth uh, changing your password yes. if you've not thought about doing it. Um, last little thing. Um, 
it's brewing. I like it. We're getting a lot more engagement, especially from some of the uh, fugitives uh, mm-hmm. on the show. Um, Bobby's listened to last week's episode, so he enjoyed the show. Thanks very much for that. Hi, Bobby. Uh, looking forward to seeing more of you on screen and not just with the word fugitive painted <laughs> on your head and green glow paint. Um, and Liv, just before we started recording, uh, yes. takes us in a post. She did, yeah, which was nice of her. Yes, a pleasure to help you boys on the run, Ed Gangwall Comedy, and ahoy to Hunted HQ once again after we fooled them with our decoy. Team Speakman ain't playing. Hashtag Celebrity Hunted, hashtag Hunted, hashtag Hunted HQ. And Cashmore's commented with outrageous, massive red card, Speakman. (laughs) Brilliant stuff. Uh, If you want to get involved and have a comment on the show, feel free to do so. We'd love to hear from you. Twitter at HuntedPod, Instagram at HuntedPod, or email us HuntedPod at Outlook.com. Yes, and we're on Facebook as well. I can't remember if you mentioned that or not. Facebook, HuntedPod. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Also, a few things to tell you about as well. Um, I need to find the actual post first uh, whilst I do it. And that is there's going to be a um, live Q&A with the vagina wiping to toilet roll um, loving uh, Amy and Katia, Ooh. all in aid of um, Stand Up to Cancer, which is, of course, the um, excellent charity yes. um, that we're all playing that they're all playing for and all um, mm-hmm. uh, doing it in aid of. Um, and it's followed by a live stream of Celebrity Hunted. Um, it is in London at uh, Chiswick Cinema on the 25th of April. When's that? 25th of April. Could that be the last episode? I think that maybe? might be the last episode. Um, let's have a little look on the calendar. Uh, yeah, that is um, in one, two, three weeks I think that time. will be the last episode. Yeah, because that next week will be episode three. Yeah. Then episode four, then episode five. So I think it could be the penultimate episode. Yeah. Either five, yeah. Um, so that is at 7.30, 7.30 arrival at Chiswick Cinema, 25th of April, followed by a um, live screening of Celebrity Hunted. All the details are on uh, Katia's Instagram um, and all proceeds go to uh, Stand Up To Cancer. It's, um, she put here, £1.90 to secure your... Uh, secure your seat booking fee uh, limited seats available uh, to book your seats uh, follow the link in her bio donations welcome on the night there's going to be raffles behind the scenes gossip popcorn and with all the proceeds going to stand up to cancer if it wasn't in London and uh, and it wasn't on the night where I'm also doing something else um, I would definitely uh, <laughs> go to that but make sure you go and check that out as well um, really good to uh, support the charity and uh, get involved with that. And speaking of the charities, well, it is, of course, for Stand Up To Cancer. So if you can, please do um, donate um, where you can. Really great to uh, get some donations in for the charity and find out a little bit more um, about the excellent work that they do. Any other comments on uh, this week's uh, show? Any uh, thoughts and feel? Oh, no, I haven't done. Quote of the week. Quote of the week. That's what I went on Instagram to get in the first place, isn't it? Very silly me. Um, So the quotes this week um, week. are... Thanks for the little jingle. Thanks. Um, Ed Gamble. I have no fear when it comes to the hunters. They're basically people who couldn't get on the bill. The next one is... From Hattie. It's all a bit Romeo and Juliet. 
And then we've got Raymondo, as slippery as an eel in bloody baby oil. And finally, James, I may as well be wrapped in a giant condom. That's how safe I am right now. And we can reveal that the winner... Oh, it's tied. Oh! It's between Hattie's Romeo and Juliet... Yeah? ...and James Acaster's condom. <gasps> oh! Which means... Um, I mean, I can see who's voted and yeah. voted for what, to be fair. Um, are we allowing votes from the Hunters? Because they are... Yeah! Okay, in, in that case... That's uh, fair. Um, so, I'm going to give you the casting vote. Are you going to go Me? for... Me? Yeah, I'm giving it you, yeah. Are you going to go for um, Hattie's It's All A Bit Romeo and Juliet? Or are you going to go for James A. Caster's I may as well be wrapped in a giant condom. That's how safe I am right now. I think I'm going for A. Caster condom. Absolutely. So, the quote of the week is this. Do I feel safe? I've never felt safer. I may as well be wrapped up in a giant condom right now. That's how safe I am. So there you have it, James Acaster with, uh, he feels that safe, is in a giant condom. Now, you know, they do burst occasionally, so uh, probably not that safe, <laughs> but safer than not. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, anyway. Moving swiftly on, uh, that is all we've got time for on the show. A quick reminder of how to get in touch and follow us. Twitter, at HuntedPod. Instagram, at HuntedPod. Facebook, HuntedPod. And email us at huntedpod at outlook.com. And don't forget, if you're enjoying the podcast, just like Fugitive Bobby Siegel is, you need to... Like, rate, subscribe, and tell your friends. Yeah, telling your friends is important. To be honest, the like, rate, and subscribe bit, liking and rating helps. Yeah. Subscribing definitely does help because you're first to yeah. it. But most importantly, it's telling your friends. Your friends, your family, your work friends. Your neighbour. Your neighbour. Or even a random easy in the street. Even people that you don't like at work. Because we all know that happens. Just tell them to. Yeah, just go into the, the office, ring the, the office bell or whatever, and just go, hey, guys, have you heard about this excellent podcast? <laughs> no, no, that sort of conversation, <laughs> dropping this conversation. Yeah. Funny enough, somebody at work, well, yeah. at my work, um, was talking to me about the Hunted Podcast of the Week. Aww. Um, yeah. Did um, they listen? Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. that's good. And they also uh, know one of the previous winners. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. For now, though, that is all that we've got time for on this week's episode of the Hunted Podcast. So all that's left to say is... You don't know it, dear. Your time on the podcast is over. You have been hunted down. Boom! Yes! See you next week. Bye! I do not want to be having a conversation with that tool live on air. Because you were wasting way too much. That was not fair yesterday. You gave me two sheets. Two is enough. No, that is disgusting. You get your hands No, wet. then your technique is wrong. Or you've got a bag in vagina. <laughs> right, let's move on to Ed and James. There's a taxidermy school pushing a wheelbarrow. Yes. Easily my favourite ornament. Next time we see the speakman, I'm asking them all about it. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Do I feel safe? I've never felt safer. I may as well be wrapped up in a giant condom right now. That's how safe I am. It's been a while now. I could be a sitting duck. I mean, speaking of which, <laughs> we are surrounded by sitting ducks. <laughs> Maybe it's a sign. 
Chief, we've just had activity on Nicola's burner phone. No way. She swapped SIMs, so we've picked up a new number now. She probably thinks we're changing the SIM card. We can't intercept it. Criminals do this all the time, but it's bloody stupid. Right, Blip. I wanted to ask if you guys could book a cab for me to get to work. Yeah, I'm LJP. Yeah, we've got no time for delicacy here. We're just going to have to go straight in. Receive. We are about two minutes out of Nikesh is outside trying to find where the car is that's going to take us to London. Hunters have traced their burner phone to their exact location. We're just parked up at the front. Bud? Bud? Apparently he's here. Stand by, stand by. Can you see where we run? They're on foot, they're on foot. Wait, come on, go, go, go. Stop! One running! Nicholas, stop! You didn't hunt it down, you tell him the run's over. Fuck! Fuck! Fugitive captured. We've got Nicola. Yes! Yes! Come here, come over there, come in. Oh my god. Where's the cash? Try to play, but you're never gonna beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. You don't wanna be fast asleep when they scheme. Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try the chains, you can say no, free me.